John chapter number four, verses 23 and 24. Again, we are continuing our teaching on the subject, true worship. Will you say that? True worship. Amen. And we're going to work our way to the conversation again with Jesus and the Samaritan woman. But there are some preliminaries, some things uh, that we wanted to lay down as a foundation. So we want to continue to build on that. Uh, and for a subheading, last week we talked about I need fellowship. Will you say that? I need, I need. fellowship. Yeah. Amen. You were not created to be alone, to worship alone. So we need fellowship. God created fellowship, and it, it is his desire that we have fellowship. So today we're talking about a necessary part. Say that, a necessary, necessary. part. One more time, a necessary, necessary. Part. part. Amen. Now understand this. Every body is important. Okay? Everybody is important. Now, in relation to being connected to the body of Christ or to that local assembly where God has placed you, the necessity of your necessary part is only as valuable as it is your connection. In other words, you're only valuable. We're talking about in the community of the church now, not saying that you're not a valuable individual, but relative to God's order and structure, being connected. Your value, your only value as it is your connection. In other words, if I'm just an arm alone, I'm of no value. The arm has to be connected to the body to have significant value, just like a heart. A heart outside of a human body will only survive about four to six hours. So it's no good if it's not connected to a body. So, it's un so I need to understand that in order for me to have value, I need to be connected to a body. Why? Because my connection is valuable. The body cannot function if the heart survives or tries to survive outside of the body. So in order for both to operate, we need to be connected. And that's what we need to understand as believers. We have to be connected. No man is an island unto himself. John 4, beginning at verse 23, but the hour is coming and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Verse 24, God is a... Spirit and those who worship him must worship him in, in spirit and in truth. Again, you know the purpose why John is writing this particular uh, gospel. He's writing to prove conclusively that Jesus is the Son of God, in other words, yet fully God, and that all who would believe on him or in him would have everlasting life. And I said this last week the reason why this is vitally important. Or John, the reason why it's so necessary that he proves that Jesus is the Son of God or God in the flesh is that it authenticates that he alone is worthy of all of our worship. 
In other words, Minister Kate, if there is no other God to be worshipped, Jesus alone is the one to be worshipped. Now, there may be other gods, but there's only one living God. And that's what distinguishes Jesus from all the other gods. And if I understand that he is the only living God, none other would be worshipped. Are you here? Isaiah 42, 8, let me show you something. Say a necessary part. Again, a part of this conversation now, you got to remember, Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, listen, you worship what you know not what. And I think at that time, at one point, they were worshiping over 3,000 or something gods. Are you here? I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Y'all getting it? I am. We talked about this throughout this message. Before Abraham was, I am. I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory I will not give to another, nor my praise to carved images. So it was important that John proved that he alone is worthy of worship. That's why in this same, uh, this same book, John declares, or Jesus declares, I am the way. I am the truth. In other words, I am the way, not one of many ways, meaning there is no other. Are you here? I am the truth, meaning I am the embodiment of truth. And if that is the case, everybody else who says they are have to be liars. And I am the life. Are you with me? So we're talking about true worship being a necessary part. Again, my value is only as good as it is as what I'm connected to. So if I'm not connected, guess what? Okay, since some don't get, act like you don't get this. Here in a few minutes, we're going to go to lunch or wherever we're going to go. Uh, just say the wheels that you rolled up on are no longer attached to your vehicle. How far do you think you're going to get? Huh? Excuse me? Come again? Why? Because there, there are no value as much as you spend on your rims if they're not connected to a vehicle. Who gets what I'm saying? Oh, are you with me? But the hour is coming, and now is when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father is seeking such to worship him. We said this last week. You can write this down. True worship is living in agreement with God. In other words, it's following his ways. He is the way. It's following his truth. He is the truth. It's following his life. It's living a life that mimics the life of of Jesus, whereby when people see me, they see who? The Father. Are you here, Jesus? Are you here? It's honoring God. Write this down. It's honoring God. When we're talking about worship, it's honoring God. See, the reason why this is so important, when I understand the necessity of being connected, I will stop all this foolishness talking about, I don't need a church. I don't need nowhere to go. See, that's not biblical. God created you for fellowship. 
you're supposed to be connected. Are you with me? It's honoring God with all that I am, all that I have, and in all that I do. So when we're talking about, and the reason why you can do that, are you doing this because you understand that I am no longer my own? See, you've been purchased once you become a believer. And now I am to glorify God. Not with just your money. Not with just coming to worship corporately. But with my body. With everything that I possess. You can find that in 1 Corinthians 6, uh, verses 19 and 20 if you want to put, that, put it up for that hearing. Now, watch this now. It's honoring God with all of my, all that I what? Am, all that I have, and all that I do. Do you see this? And I'm saying that because there are those who are it. Show them 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20, just for their hearing. Or do you not know that your body is the temple of Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God, and you are not your, you are not your, so is, is it your money or his money? Is it your body or his body? My possession, his possession. No, no, no. For you were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are, ooh. So I belong to the Father now. You've been purchased are you here? So I want to live in such a way where my life is devoted to him in every area. All that I have belongs to him. Are you here? Who's with me? And we, I say that because there are those who are in a relationship with God, but they lack fellowship. Again, relationship is your permanent position. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Permanent. I'm in the Lamb's Book of Life. But fellowship is what you are doing now. Fellowship is your current status. Say that. Fellowship is my current status. Minister, escort a woman of God down here for me. Fellowship is my current status. So, in other words, the relationship, look at me, the relationship is still there. But for a lot of people, the fellowship has been broken. What did I just say? You see, see you, let, let me tell you something. See, no, no hold, hold on, hold on, because no, no, no. 90% of y'all missed that. And, and it's important that we pay attention. Because if it was a snake, it probably would have bit you. So let me get what he gets. So what did I just say? Okay, so for a lot of people, for Crystal and Sister Moore and Kim who heard what I said, for for. The relationship is there, but the, it's still there. But the relate the, the fellowship for a lot of people is broken or damaged. In other words, they have resigned to you know I don't need that. Or uh, uh, and again, and I said this for those who got bent some kind of way about me saying that if you have resigned to worshiping behind the camera, being that. Online only, you are out of fellowship. Uh, let me tell you what I meant. What I mean, meant was you are out of fellowship. That's what I meant. <laughs> it, 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 and that doesn't mean you don't have relationship with God, but I need 
fellowship. I need community. God wants you to have community. He wants you to be part of a community. And if there's, and if there's worship and I understand that I'm no longer my own, then I'm going to desire what God desires. Again, no one's saying you're not in relationship, but the fellowship is, in other words, it's just like being married. And, we, and, and we're still in the same house under the same roof, but there's no fellowship. Are you here? He's in the west wing. She's in the east wing. That's upstairs and downstairs. <laughs> okay. He's on one side of the bed. She's on the other side of the bed. And you dare not, bet not, get close to me. Let that foot touch you. And you don't oh, slid off the. Let's see, relationship or fellowship. Haven't been on a date since the first date. Relationship, but you hear? When you first met, we talked on the phone all night. Text all day. Oh, Lord, he's trying to help somebody now. But now you see the text. See, relationship, fellowship. You call and you see his picture come up and you're like, Lord, Jesus. You just, relationship, fellowship. See, fellowship is you excited to see her face pop up on your screen. You excited when he sends you that text and see, 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 you, 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 you're excited about that and you're looking for that. Okay? So, so, so I heard someone in the back say, help me, Jesus. Now listen, and we're here to help you. So all the people who are, all the married couples now, I'm going to help you out now. That's in relationship. Raise your hand. See, okay. Now watch this. All the relationships that are in fellowship, raise your hand. Uh, uh, oh, it's new to. They didn't raise them when I said that and didn't raise them when I didn't say it. Where are you at? I, I, I will be honest, but he here. I can't. She's sitting next to me. <laughs> so who gets what I'm saying? Am I saying you're not in a relationship minister? I'm saying there needs to be fellowship. Are you here? See, fellowship is deeper. And write this down, and you probably already have this, but it's intimate communion. It's joint participation. Someone say joint. Joint participation. There's commitment. There's unity. And see, unity is having everything in common and being of the same mind. How can two walk together except they agree? Worship, can you put this up again? And those who don't have this definition for worship, you can screenshot it. Worship is the response. Matter of fact, let's, let's read this together. Ready? <laughs> let's read. Worship is the response of a grateful and humble individual to the only living God where submission, sacrificial service, praise, agreement, testimony, and gratitude. Listen to this now. 
are freely expressed in innumerable ways. See, when there's true worship, there's going to be sacrifice. There's going to be submission. There's going to be agreement. And watch this. It's going to be giving, given freely. Why? Because I understand I am not my own. And we said this last week, worship is both vertical and horizontal. Worship is both vertical and horizontal. And I had several last week tell me, Pastor, that's, that's a cross. So for all those who said, yeah. So worship is both vertical and horizontal. In other words, there, I cannot have true worship with the Father and there be no horizontal worship among the believers. Why? Because God created us for community. Are you with me? So if there's really, if I'm, if I'm saying, God, and he's the head of my life, see, I'm going to follow his ways. I'm going to follow his truths. And, and I'm going to live a life that he's desired, that, that he desires for me. Who gets this? So if there's real vertical, there's going to be horizontal. As a matter of fact, it's that vertical that helps me live out the horizontal. Back to those marriages who didn't want to raise their hands. When, when that vertical's right, oh, there's going to be horizontal, horizontal. There's going to be forgiveness. There's going to be love. There's going to be patience. There's going to be, even in the church, if there's vertical, oh, it's hard for me to get offended. Why? Because I'm so in tune with the Father. And since I love his word, a great peace have those who love his law. And nothing offends him. So since I'm so devoted to his word and living out what he desires, nothing offends me. Being that when offense come, I don't allow it to take root. Are you here? So worship is both what? Vertical and horizontal. So if I say have, so if I say I have vertical and no horizontal, you're just in relationship. <laughs> Because fellowship is going to cause it to, okay? So there has to be both vertical and horizontal. Then we talked about koinonia. It's community among abali. That word fellowship in the Greek is the word koinonia. It literally means it's community among a body of believers. It's intimate spiritual, it's intimate spiritual communion. Listen to this. And participative sharing in a common religious commitment and spiritual community. So it's more than just giving. It's more than just showing up. It's participating. It's understanding my part as it relates to being connected. There is something that I have that adds value to the body. Yeah. Whether it's singing, greeting, cleaning, painting, whatever it is, there's something that we all have as individuals that's a necessity to the body. It's, it's, it's no different than, look at, look at everybody in here, just, and, and you, I mean, you arrayed real nice, your body, everything's functioning, this and that. Well, it's like having, for the illustration, ears, but if you they don't work. 
Why have ears, right? Who wants ears but can't hear? Who's under what I'm, who gets what I'm saying? Oh, well, let's use this. You got a left arm, right arm. If they're not function, functioning, and I'm saying this to say you have them because they serve a purpose. Who gets that? In other words, it's there for a reason. That's like having a nose and have no idea what the nose is, is there for. The nose has a purpose. And it's not to eat with. You smell the food. But you can't eat with your nose. Well, maybe some can. There's stuff people are doing now, I don't know. But that's, even if that's what, even if you try to eat with your nose, that is not the intended purpose <laughs> of your You can laugh. I know what's wrong. I, I know what's wrong. I know what's wrong. Let, no, let's, let's get past it. No, no, fellowship, fellowship is, fellowship is. See, I'm going to just say this and we're going to move on. Me near you last night. Bet on Garcia. That's what it was. <laughs> and since he lost, like I knew he was, son, many of you took it personally. So now you want to bring that energy. We're not going to do that. You got nothing to do that. And, 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 and I love that he acknowledges openly that he loves Jesus. That's great, but I told Racy too, God loves Javante too. No, he does. If you ever notice, every time he wins, he, he, yeah, he acknowledging his expression may be different. But I said, yeah, so y'all trying to play the Jesus card. And see, what we do, we look at how one may be. See, that, that's why we, we can't judge, man, and, and, and start saying, well, he look like, yeah, but, 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 but don't get it twisted. God loves him too. So it's over. Okay? So you lost. Better luck next time, as some say. But the fight is over. Look, I'm going to say the fight is over. Okay, amen. Now, let's, can we move on now? Okay, amen. How much did you lose? Raise Who want to tell how much they lost? Pastor, well, I would give today, but. No, I, I didn't throw money. I never threw my kids on the bus. I would, no, Rexy, no, I told Rexy that I, I explained to him why Javante would win. That's all I'm saying. Dude. Nothing wrong with that, okay? So, yeah, man. <laughs> like I always tell him, listen to me when I tell you something, man. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. All right. Everybody good? <laughs> Amen. Worship <laughs> Where we at? Because y'all got sidetracked talking about that fight, all that money you lost last night. It is, it's intimate spiritual communion and participative sharing in a common religious commitment and spiritual community. It's, listen to this now, koinonia or fellowship is the fellowship with each other and the Lord. So if there's true fellowship, there's going to be fellowship with God and man. Right? It's communion. Again, joint participation. 
which means to be a partner, a sharer, and companion. It's close-knit participation among, again, worshipers and God. Say this, God desires communal fellowship. I am a necessary part. Ephesians 4, 3 and 4. Now here, Apostle Paul is talking about unity in the body of Christ as well as having unity in the spirit. Look, listen, look, look at what he says. Ephesians 4, 3 and 4. Make every effort. See, that, that's going above and beyond. That's not half doing it. That's whatever I find my hand to do, do it with all my might. Make every effort to keep the oneness of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Listen to this. Each individual working how? Together to make the whole successful. So in order to make the whole successful, it's important that we all work together. So if we're going to win, we have to work together. And how do we do this? We do this by focusing on God and not ourselves. And see, when we focus on ourselves, it causes chaos, division. Why? Because we want to center the attention on ourselves. No, the focus should be on God, not me. Verse 4, there is one body of believers and one spirit, just as you were called to, called to one hope when called to salvation. Now, again, all believers, talking about those who believe in Jesus Christ as a Savior, belong to one body, and all are united under one head, talking about Christ himself. God desires communal fellowship, Hebrews 10, 24, 25. And see, again, when I understand this, I will allow myself to be used by Holy Spirit because I know I am an essential part. I need to be doing something. Ask yourself now, what am I, I, I'm a part of, you know, we say this is where God, and if you believe this is where God has placed you and you are connected, ask yourself, what am I doing? And again, showing up is just a little piece of it. How am I using, here's, here's what, again, what a lot of people do. We, we discover we have a little something, something, and we immediately run out, run outdoors. No, you're supposed to be connected. And that's why sometimes we try to shine alone and it's dim. We shine the brightest when we're together. If you would cut out all these lights, and so you know how we got these little cell phone lights, and just let one of you shine, it's, but let us, let us all put our lights on and see how bright we illuminate and shine. We shine brighter together. And let us consider thoughtfully how we may what? Encourage one another to love and to, and to do good deeds. Not forsaking. Do you see this? Literally means to abandon or desert our meeting together as believers for worship and instruction. As is the habit. See, some have the habit of just resigning to relationship. But here we, we see that we're not supposed to forsake the assembly of ourselves together as a habit of some, but encouraging one another. What should, we be, what should we be doing? Encouraging. 
So, so if, if I know Sally has resigned to just online, what should I be encouraging Sally to do? Girl, you need to be, you need to be participating. What, what, what if, again, what if your arm wants to participate with your body but on the other side of town? Do, how effective do you think you're going to be? Huh? Okay. Do you see this? As it is to happen to some, but encouraging one another, and all the more faithfully as you see the day of Christ return approaching. In other words, uh, Christ, uh, one passage of Scripture says that we're closer to the day of, uh, of his return than when we first believed. So we should be all the more eager of getting everybody on the same board. Why? Because together, if we are here promoting the gospel of Jesus, more souls will come to know him. Are you with me? And again, man is instinctively a worshiper. So you were, were created for worship. So the question is not, will we or will we not worship? Rather, it is, what will we worship? So you were created to worship, and you are going to worship. Yes, you will. Yes, you, yes, you will. Somebody or something. Yes, you will. Well, I don't believe in You believe in something or somebody. Are you here? You cannot have authentic worship with God, again, then lack tabernacle worship. It doesn't mix. If there's true vertical, there's going to be horizontal worship. Why? Because God desires it. Genesis 2, 18. Genesis 2, 18. Say this, I should be doing something. There's something of value that I add, that I bring to the table here at STFC. Yes, it is. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't hide what you have. And when you understand I'm of more value being connected, there, you will never be intimidated. There won't be any jealousy, envy, trying to covet someone else's position. And see, let me, t- let me help people. And, and what we mess up sometimes, we look at because it looks like it's producing something. There's a difference in being called to do something and wanting to do something. See, some people can do things just because they may have the resources or, 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 or the skill to do it, but that, that doesn't mean that they were called to do it. See, the difference is when you're called to do it, there is an anointing on your life to do it. And sometimes we mess up because we say, I can do it, yeah, but you're doing it without an anointing. So you are not effective. The effectiveness comes when you realize that I've been called to do it. And when you've been called to do it, it is, you, you, you never will cover another man's gift because you know that I can't do that, but I can do what he called me to do and do it well. Are you with me? And the Lord said, but I want to show you something here in relation to just being alone. And the Lord God said, this is not good that man should be alone. It is not good that man should be alone. <laughs> I will make him a helper, what? 
comparable to him. And one of the reasons why God wanted man to, to, to be fruitful, multiply, subdue the earth. Why? Because there will always be a generation of people on the earth to worship the Father. So it's not good that man should be alone. And that word in Hebrew, alone, it means to be separate, to be isolated. It's not good that you should be isolated. You need community. If we were to put most people on an island by themselves for like a month, you'd be glad to be in the presence of other people when you get back. Yes, you would. Yeah. That's why sometimes you, you, you see people who are alone and there's no fellowship, and you go visit, and they say things like, come on in, we're glad to see you. And you look at them around like, we? <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah, we're glad to see you. And you're looking like, we? See, they've done created these imaginary friends, and, and they, yeah. See, y'all think it sounds funny? And I'm saying that you, you, was, you were not created to be alone, beloved. Well, Pastor, I can last six months. Okay, go six years. You, man, you, listen, you, you were not created to be alone. Are you with me? You have all kind of friends. Proverb, notice again, and the Lord God said it's not good that man should be separated, isolated. You hear? Proverbs 18 and 1. Let me show you something. So what I, what I want you to do today, today is to begin to, if you don't know, inquire of the Lord. And, and if, if, then if you still don't get anything, ask Pastor and I. We can help you. What is it that I should be, there's something that I should be doing here. And there's something that you can do here. And as Pastor said, there's something that we need you to do here. Again, the heart outside of the body is only going to last so long. So how effective do, do, do you think you can be alone? Are you here? He who willfully, set, watch this, separates himself from who? God, see, if there's vertical, there has to be horizontal. He who willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desire. So what's, what's the hidden agenda behind the isolation? Seeking his own desire. What do you have up your sleeve? What are you planning? He who willfully separates himself from God and man seeks his own desire. Listen to this. He quarrels against all sound judgment. This is the nonconformist who is always going to have it his way or her way, even if it conflicts with, even if it uh, conflicts with tested knowledge and method. In other words, you can show them that this is being proven. This will work if you do this. The person who has that hidden agenda, the person who separates himself, will, will, they, they quarrel against all sound wisdom, even in the faith, face of evidence. Oh, that, well, I still believe. Well, I can see, dude, it's, they quarrel against all sound judgment. Are you here? Then, too, listen to this. 
there is no such thing as private or individualistic Christianity. Did you hear what I just said? In other words, this is not just between you and it's between you and God and other believers. And people, because he wants you to reach people. So it's just not just you and God, and that's it. No, nobody else, just me and God. No. God said it's not good that man should be. Even he wants his face with you. Spouses, I know you love your wife, but sometimes like, listen, I don't just, let me just walk outside for five minutes. <laughs> to prove that, when COVID hit, what, did, uh, what went up? The abuse, the domestic violence went out the roof. Why? Because before, they had their freedom. Didn't have to come home at six. Could bounce around <laughs> all night. You know, they, some people have to work. If it's tumultuous, you got to go get high, get, get a little tip. You got to go, whatever you got to do, so when you come home, you're able to function. It shouldn't be that way, but it's, it, that's, that's bad. You got to go, you got to go and just, so when you come home, you're kind of numb to his clackling or her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Are you here? <laughs> but but God, God loves you. Just don't feel bad. God doesn't want to be, y'all get what I'm saying. But, but in, in natural relationships, there, there's nothing wrong with, you know, you still need some breathing room. Would anybody agree? Any married couples? Boy, y'all not helping me today. Y'all just like, no, oh. <laughs> I mean, just imagine, y'all. It, 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 I mean, there's things you do together, but imagine just doing everything together. I mean, just everything together. I'm going to the mailbox. Oh, I want to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to go out and count ants. Oh, I want to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to walk down here to McDonald's and get me two Big Macs. I want to go. Yeah, I think I'm going to go walk through hell with gasoline jars. I want to go. Oh, you like, <laughs> you like, hey, <laughs> do you want a better marriage or, or not? Okay. So what's some more of the story? Ladies, let them breathe. Men, let her breathe. You know, she leave home in five minutes. Where you at? I just, I'm still sitting in the driveway. I'm, yeah. Hold on. Let me look at my phone. Yeah, yeah, you're still in the driveway. I, I just tracked you. Man, it, that's, 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 ah, ah, See, y'all better know. Yeah. Y'all looking at me like that. Okay, where you at? Yeah, I see where you at. See, see, some of y'all be trying to trick each other, too. Where you at? And some of y'all have to think first. Wait a minute. <laughs> she said, hold on. Let me see. Can she track me? She, yeah, can you he, can he track me? 
I, I don't I don't have I don't I, I think we got it on our kids because they're in school, but I don't think Pastor has it on. She might, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I'm gonna get back on the message, but since the married people need therapy today, we got to, <laughs> what you say is real. <laughs> So you, you want to be where you say you're at whenever he or she called. Well, yeah, I'm at the gym. Well, according to the GPA. <laughs> look, now, look, because I'm seeing faces like, as I, as I said this before, if I don't say your name, then look, no, let me say it this way. Don't be so proud and arrogant to think that you're the only one that be tracking your spouse. Don't, 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 be, so, don't be so arrogant to think that I'm, man, it's a whole bunch of people doing that. So, and, and I'm saying that to say, ain't no need to get puffed up and look at me crazy. You're not the only one doing it. Y'all raise your hand, everybody who's tracking this about. See, look at all these people who tracking this. You're not the only one. Look at, look at Candace. Y'all here? Go ahead and breathe. I'm the only one. You are not the only one. Okay. I bet you fly straight out to the day, though. You're going to get back in that fellowship. <laughs> yeah, she's tracking me. She got eyes on me now. I got to do right. What were you? <laughs> what was that? I heard somebody say, Pat, Pat, we need marriage counseling. You need to stay right there. Stay right there. What Brother Moore say? For, for, it, 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 we'll get to a place to close right here. First Corinthians twelve. And uh, I think the last thing I said is there is no such thing as private or individualistic Christianity. In other words, guys, we don't stop with enjoying only our relationship with God. We need fellowship with others. So it's just not me and God. It's me and God and. God first. And now watch this. And because of the love that I have for God, or love that God has for me, and I understand that, I want to spread that love to others. Are you here? 1 Corinthians 12, again, we see Paul comparing the body of Christ to the human body. Let's look at this. For just as the body is what? One, and yet has many parts and all the parts, though many, form only one body. So it is with Christ. So even though, even though we all have our individual assignments, we're still one body. I need to be connected to a body to have greater value. You hear? Let's skip to verse 18. Now, and you hear me say that this is where I get a lot of times when we do an invitation you may hear me say, if you feel, like, feel as though the Spirit of God is leading you to partner here. 
Why? Because I understand that God sets the body, God sets the members in the body as it pleases him. We don't get to choose. He chooses. Ooh, that's another part. I don't get to choose where I worship. God chooses, being that I'm led by him. So it may be that I stay where I was raised. And it may be as when I get to the point of uh, understanding and, and maturity, it may be that God leads me elsewhere. See, you may have been raised Baptist, but now you attend a Pentecostal church. You may have been raised Catholic, but now you attend a non-denomination. Why? Because I feel like God has led me. See? And, and don't let this offend you, but it, it ain't. <laughs> we get hooked on the home church. Yeah, but that was for grandma, though. That may not have been for you. See? Just because grandma and them went there, that may not be where God wants you to be. See? So I need to ask, Lord, where is it that you have me to be? But now, as things real are, God has who places? God places and arranges the parts in the body, each of them just as he will in saw fit with what? With the best balance of function. See, he knows where you fit best within the body of Christ. So I don't choose because worship is great over it. Or I don't choose because it's this and it. No, I, Lord, where would you have me to be? And when you understand that, I don't choose my pastor. Whatever color persuasion he or she is, where God leads me, that's who he placed there, and that's where I'm going to submit. <laughs> so you don't choose, he chooses. Verse 19, if they were all a single organ, where would the rest of the body be? Again, if you were just one big eyeball, where would the rest of the body be? But now, as things really are, there are many parts, different limbs and organs, but what? A single body. Say, I need to be connected. And understand this, beloved, the parts are different for a purpose. And in their differences, they must work together. You hear? As I stated before, it's impossible to think of a body with only one member. Do you hear me? Uh, <clears throat> Fred, come here for a second. Excuse me. Thank you. <laughs> Your arm, right? You're part of the body. This table represents the vision, everything that God has within that local body, but it represents the vision of what God has given that individual relative to assignment in the body of Christ, what they're supposed to be doing. So if you will, I want you to pick up this table and, and move it. You see that spot right there? Move it over there. Wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> You're just an arm, man. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Can you do it? You're just the arm. 
Okay. That's the arm right there for me, sir. The other arm. Okay, he's just an arm. All right. Now, as an arm, now I know you're strong. I want you to pick up that table and carry that vision over here. Huh. You, you got to go. You got a minute, sir? You? you, you come here. All right. You can be a leg. I, th- what, what, I thought we talked about that last time you was here. <laughs> I'm not even going to, I'm going to let you slide <laughs> since we, okay. Now, as a leg, go. And one arm, go. <laughs> and an arm. I want the arm and the leg to carry this table. Huh? Alina, come here for a second, please. Yeah, spread out a little bit. Uh, here, here, put, put your arm on that friend. Tap, tap it with your leg. There you go. Okay, Alina, you're going you to come and squeeze in between them. Okay, you're going to represent all the organs inside. So you, you, you everything on the inside. Okay, you all the organs, so we because it's only so big. We can I know there are a lot of people. Oh, oh, oh I'm gonna see. No, we we don't have room for that. See the kidney, the liver, uh, uh, the heart, uh, the pancreas. She's everything. So I know somebody wanted to be. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No, no, you, you, no. We don't have room. The table's only so big. So, so you put your head on there. Okay. Can you be a leg? <laughs> Can you be a leg, sir? Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. So now we got two legs now. Now I need another arm. Anybody want to be an arm? Nobody want nobody want to be an arm. Oh, come on, daughter, sister Gillian. Okay, so we got two legs now. We got two arms. We got all the got all the organs. Now I want y'all to move the vision. First of all, hold on. Hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I want y'all to tell me. How are you going to do that? Without a head. Now, now she's the back, the spine, all that too. So, so, so my, my point is, without the the head, the brain, the eyes, the ear. And I want to show you how it's important that every joint supplies. And when every joint supplies, man, we could do the, we could run with this thing and, and it would not be a problem. Why? Because every part understands its role. And listen, and there's no intimidation. Now, let's move back. And nobody's threatened because they know in order for us to do this, we all got to function and participate together. And what has happened, everybody want to be the leg. Everybody want to be the head. Everybody want to, and we're not moving anywhere. Because we, we are so threatened and intimidated by other parts, not knowing that in order for all of us to shine, we have to work together. Thank you, leg, arm, eyeball, whatever, whatever your role was, let's give it up.
Come on, let's give it up. And notice, when one member suffers, it affects the whole body. So it's important that every joint supply. Let me read a couple more verses and we'll stop. Are you here? Who got that? That's why you have to understand that you are a necessary part. Say that I am a necessary part. Verse 21, that I cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. But quite the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker, watch this, are absolutely necessary. Your kidneys, for instance, don't seem to be as strong as your arm, but your kidneys are indispensable, whereas the arms are not. In that sense. So you can, you, can, you can function without arms. But no kidneys. You hear? You can, li- you can live without legs. Even a tongue. But you cannot live without your heart, lungs, liver, or your brain. Watch this now. And I close right here. Yet these organs who we never see never put themselves on public display. Your heart, who we never see, man, God, never jumps outside of your body. He he only walking because of me. If it wasn't for me, he couldn't do what he's doing. No, he understand, man, no. No, he's doing it what he's supposed to do. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. So we look good together. Why? Because we one unit. So they carry on their functions without trying to be seen or without attempting to impress others. Are you here? Verse 23, we'll close it, 27. And as for the parts of the body which we consider less honorable, these we treat with greater honor. And our less presentable parts are treated with greater modesty. While our presentable parts do not require it, but God has combined the whole body, giving greater honor to that part which lacks it. Verse 25. So that there would be what? No division or discord in the body. That is lack of adaptation of the parts of each other, but that the parts may be the same concern for one another. See, when you understand, man, although I may not be in the forefront, I may not be the face, the face can't do it without me. You see that? And see, the face stays humble because the face knows that although I may be the face, boy, if it wasn't for that heart. You see? So, so nobody gets the big head, and nobody, no, 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 we're doing this together. We shine together. And if one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. If another member is honored, all rejoice with it. Let me ask you this. What's your response when a fellow brethren is honored? How do you feel? 
we talk, be honest now. Do you really feel good? Now, when he roll up, hey, man, look what I just got. <laughs> oh. That's how people do. It, they, they can't breathe until they know what? What year it is. You know, everybody who said that probably been there done that before. I mean, you roll up, and, they, and you said 1950. Oh, I am so happy for you. Girl, this is a 2024. I'm the only one that got one. Yeah, well, why? What the, uh, be happy. Are you here? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would have got black. No, you wouldn't have. You wouldn't know you wouldn't have. Are you here? <laughs> How do you respond when someone is suffering? Romans 12.15 says this, rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Too often, unfortunately, we are jealous of those who are honored and apathetic toward those who weep. Verse 27, we'll close right here. Now you collectively are Christ's body. And individually you are members of it. Each with his own special purpose and function. You have a purpose. You have a function. But it's only as good as it is you are connected. Doesn't matter how good you can sing if I'm not connected. Doesn't matter how good I can preach or teach if I'm not connected. It doesn't matter how good I can do anything if I'm not connected. And it is that connection that gives voice to and trust you me Whatever God has for you, can't nobody stop it. Matter of fact, you don't have to worry about anybody stopping it. Why? Because they cannot. And I'm saying that to say it's time to understand that I am an essential part. And in order for this thing to do what it really is supposed to do, they need. I need my participation. Are you here? Come on, let's get the Lord a hand clap of praise.